And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I'm Derek. And I'm George. Never kick a fresh turd on a hot day. <laughs> we need to slug, slug away and, and go the 15 rounds, give it our all. We're out Right here on Blog Talk Radio and the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministry. It is Thursday, January 22nd. I'm looking outside here on my security cameras. There's snow everywhere, G. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big day. You know, we got more here. Yes. You know, I, had, we did. I, I had to uh, go east. and uh, Yes. Go, uh, go it, east, it, young it, man. It kind of snowed everywhere, but the roads weren't bad because yeah. it was so nice and warm. Everything was melting off. But uh, when I came back, the accumulation here was fairly well, substantial. It was substantial, yeah. wasn't it? Nice wet one. It it was a nice wet one. You are listening to Derek and George Live. You can find us on DerekandGeorge.com. If you go there right now, you can watch us on Ustream. Uh, we're just our mugs right there on our Facebook. It's a live stream of, of the Blog Talk Radio show. If you're listening to us on Blog Talk Radio and that's what you want to do, then by golly, just keep doing that. Yeah, that's we both have faces. Hey, for there's radio. we do, we do. There's two things that I want to talk about today. Okay, we're just going to talk about two things. Really? Yeah, because I, I think, think they're we'll going to distract and probably get off. Well, we'll probably yeah, we'll, we'll talk, and then we're going to get into the Ask George question, which uh, I know one of the things has to be the incredible performance of your. Oh my cult. gosh. Yeah, boy, did they show up, huh? I will be the first one to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. The, you know, what, I think the Denver-Indianapolis game would have been much better. Or Denver, excuse me, Denver-New uh, England game would have been, you know, they well, would have scored at least happened. 10. I did not watch, well, I had it on, but I did not watch past in well into the first quarter. When I, I, I saw, it, it just made me so upset, it's like the Colts, Aren't showing up. They didn't show up. Number thirty-six. You're you're back, Heron. You know, uh, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. against the Brock. I didn't see a lot of drop. You know, he goes for a screen. Boom. Mm-hmm. The ball hits him in a bad spot, right in the hands. Right. And then the, yeah, the forty-yarder down the sideline. Right. He has two yards on the guy. It's not because of the great Patriot defense. How do you drop? He drops the ball, and it's like, do you drop that against the other teams you it was play? Infla- it, it, it was inflated. Too much. Oh, it was, it, was, yeah, it was too big. It was an inflated. Here, ball. I'm going to be. I'm yeah. just going to be totally honest with you. I turned it off and on and off, but I turned it off. Uh, we went three and out. Stopped them three and out. They punted, and it hit our guy in the face. <laughs> I, that's when I turned yeah. it off. I turned to my wife and said, "That's it. It's over." And, Luck and be a Brady tonight. <laughs> I don't know why teams seem to not bring their game against the Patriots. I do well. I, I do not. Know. You, you understand it's always on the road, and that, but everybody's playing on the road somewhere. Says, yeah. But why do you make those 
there were a lot of easy mistakes that you just. I will tell you why. I will tell you why, and I truly believe this. Indianapolis Colts used up all their mojo against Denver. It was yeah. out. It was done. They had that was the big game. They couldn't get back up. They stunk. They were horrible. Now, obviously, we want to talk about this deflated ball issue. <laughs> I want to go on record right here on YouTube, on Ustream, on Blog Talk Radio. Anybody who wants to email me, I'll put out a mass email. I will go on the record right now. Deflated balls, at least New England's deflated balls, were not the reason that the Indianapolis Colts lost the game. It, it's not. No. They could have been playing with rocks. They could have been yeah. playing. Yeah. I mean, they they could have been playing with pitchforks and turnips. And it just, <laughs> they, they could have been playing uh, a high school team and lost the game. Okay. 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 That's, That's not the yeah. reason. But we are going to talk about this. I want to play for you. And, and of course, it's huge now. Oh, oh, that's right, oh, that's right. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this real quick, Jimbo. We'll get this out of the way. Um, uh, I, I, I want to put a caveat on it. Okay, it's a little racy. It's not racist. No, racy. It's a little racy. A little racy. So for those of you who may be listening that thinks, you know, I don't like a little racy stuff, a little, no. little funny stuff. Turn us down for a second. But it was so funny that I have to add it in. Then we'll get to the birthdays. But. Okay, I, I'm not sure how to ask you this, but have you heard of Cialis? I, I, it's a drug. It is and a I drug. I think it's a male. It is a performance ma- drug is of a ma- some sort. Well, there's a little Cialis uh, commercial out about the New England Patriots. So, Jimbo, let's <laughs> let's go ahead and play that. You're on your way to the Super Bowl, but does your game still feel a bit flat? Cialis Inflatable helps fill your balls anytime the moment is right. Reach under center with confidence, knowing those balls are full and ready to grab. Before starting Cialis Inflatable, make sure your quarterback actually has balls to inflate. Do not play with deflated balls. Side effects may include inflated ego, swelling or painful sacks, loss of draft picks or hoodie sleeves, and hefty fines. Why let deflated balls hold you back? Give your balls that extra pump for the big game. Ask your equipment manager about Cialis Inflatable and stop cheating. Where'd you find that? That's funny. That's, That's everywhere. Funny. It's out oh. there. I thought. I mm. thought. I had to play that. Uh, I know it's a little bit racy. Okay. Hopefully, people who turn down will come back. Um, you'll hear it on UStream later or YouTube later. UStream can't hear it. Um, anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Got some of the pundits what they think. I'm curious about what you think should happen, if anything. But let's get to the birthdays. Now, I told you this before, uh, Derek and George Live's birthdays right here. I told you uh, before yes. that I'm not sure you're going to know one of these people. But Gone, we've lost sound. We, we, there yeah, we're we lost there for there a second. Back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. If that happens, we'll turn off the Ustream. That, that happens every once in a while we're, while we're in this studio. Anyway, I'm going to give you the person. You're going to tell me, okay, we had a little bit of a mess up. Uh, yesterday or last week, we did. Well, a couple two, couple two weeks ago. Uh, I want to know if this person has passed away. If they're if they're dead, I'm not good at knowing how long somebody's no. been. Dead. I want to okay. know. I want to know how old he was he, when he died. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So okay, 
Bill Bixby. Oh, Bill Bixby. He of Hulk? my favorite margin, Martian. And, 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 uh, Hulk. Yeah, uh, and, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, my favorite Martian. Wow. How old was Bill Bixby when he when died? When he died. See, gosh, how long has he been gone? He's well, been I will tell time. you I will tell you this. He died in nineteen ninety three. Oh. So how well, how then. old do you think he is? He uh, was when he died. Sixty one. Man, you're so good. He was fifty nine. Okay. That is so good. I'm just now this next person I don't know that well. Uh, John Hurt. Oh, John, uh, the actor. John Hurt. John Hurt. Um, oh, actually, I'm there's a Daniel going Hurt. in and out. John Hurt. Jimbo, do you hear me going in and out? Okay. Okay, I took uh, UStream offline. So if they were watching, then it's then it's off. So we'll see if, if that helps. I don't know why that does that. I'm giving you some time. I know. Uh, you said John Hurt. John Hurt. Played Hercules? Older gentleman. Still alive. Yeah, I'm not... Uh... Not, I'm not, not tracking with John. Not, I, I don't know what I else. Know, but it, it, Older guy. Played Hercules. Yeah, played Hercules. Don't know what else he played in. Um, I can uh, let me. Yeah, I was thinking of the other guy. I was thinking of of another guy, but John Hurt. While we're doing, while I'm looking that up, let's go on to the next okay. one because you're going to know that Linda Blair from The Exorcist. Oh, let's. See how old would she have been? Wow, well, I'll, I'll I'll go uh, fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Let's see how old. Fifty-five. By golly, you're just so talented. Thank at, you. Thank you. At, at, at that. Anyway, uh, I I looked this up and uh, John Hurt. Um. Uh, is you know what? Sir John Vincent Hurt. Ooh, you know what? Uh, okay, okay, all right. You ready? What? I'm going to give this to you. This is this. You'll know. You'll know. You saw the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was Ollivander, the wand guy, the the guy who sold wands in the first one. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, it just maybe genre. I'll take a. I'll take a just guess. Just take a guess at, at uh, yeah. seventy-nine. Seventy-five, man. Oh, I'm gonna put you in a carnival. We'll put you, this last guy. I'm not sure you're gonna know. Do you know Guy Fieri? I, I, I. Do you ever I, watch? Do it doesn't seem guy. like a show you would watch. And, and Jimbo, what channel is that on? Is that on the? It's the Food Network. Oh, I don't know if you ever I, watched the. I don't. It's watch on the diner. Food uh, it's on uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Okay, he's got spiky hair. Sells stuff now. You've seen his face anyway. I didn't think you'd know him. He's forty-six today. Happy birthday to Guy Fury. Anyway, you are so you amaze me at that. I would have said John Hurt was a hundred and four. I really would have because he looks so old uh, as Ollivander. So. I I I just do not know. Anyway, I want to get to the lead story on Drudge Report. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, right underneath it, headline, 
bad balls. <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. I'm cu- I'm so curious. I've been waiting and waiting to see what you wanted to uh, what you were going to say about this. Eleven of the twelve balls, two pounds per square inch, I guess, or two pounds of air, whatever, underinflated. Now, I did not know that each team brings twelve balls. I did not know that. Did you know that? I I I, I did not know that either. Each team, it, you can you can do anything. There's certain things you have to have. It's, it's like bring your own beer. Bring your own beer. Yeah, BYOB. You, you, bring your you're own balls. In a game. Yeah. Bring your own balls. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And you can do just about anything you want to. You can scuff them. You can soak them. You can get the shiny off of them. Whatever. But there's certain parameters, and one of the parameters is they have to be in between a certain PSI. They have to weigh a certain amount. Right. Just keeping it fair. Each each team's. So, here's what happens. Second quarter, Tom Brady's intercepted. Indianapolis linebacker brings uh, the ball over to his equipment manager. Equipment manager gives the ball to Bagania. Bagania gives it to, uh, calls up to his GM. His GM gets a hold of the NFL ref, rep. <laughs> At the beginning of the second half, we kick the ball off. And as soon as they change the ball, as soon as it goes in New England's ball, the ref takes it. Now, in the game, as you're watching it, Jim Nance and Phil Sims are, made the comment and are assuming, because there was this, they were like, hold on, we can't get this started. They're assuming that they forgot to change the kicking ball out because there's a kicking ball. And what they were doing was they took that ball because the refs have been told, hey, something's squishy about these balls. They don't, they don't feel right. Weighed them and then ended up doing that. 11 out of 12 balls were under inflated. That's a that's cheating. Can't can't do that. Now, cheating. This is Let's the New see, England. Wait, oh, cheating wait. New England Patriot. Wait, no. Are Drudge you... Report just updated. Still Bill Belichick right here, but underneath of it is now says no explanation. Okay. Uh, could you go ahead and, and uh, Terry, if you're listening, we're, we'll get to you here in just a just a short while, just a few seconds. Yeah, Belichick was at a news conference as I left the house. Well, that was what he had said. I, mean, I have no explanation I, for how this I, I'd happened. I probably have an imitation of of what he would say. Do you? Yeah. Moving on to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we're moving, we're moving, moving on. on to Super Bowl. We're moving on to Seattle. Yeah, we're, moving, we're moving on to Seattle. Don't moving, know anything about it. Moving right, on. Right, guys, to, we play with balls, scuff, dirty mud. Uh, uh, they complain about it. I make them work. We're moving on to Seattle. But Bill, how do you think this could happen? Moving on. I don't know. Moving on to Seattle. Moving on to Seattle. No explanation. We're moving on. We're concentrating on the Super Bowl. That's what we're doing. Anyway, I want to play something for you real quick, and see if you agree with this. Now, I don't know if you ever watch First Take on ESPN. It's on in the morning. Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Anyway, they're talking about this. Um, So I want to play this real quick for you. Uh, Jimbo, do you have the First Take clip? Let's go ahead and play that. This is such a blatant violation of this rule. And the Patriots do, we know, have a track record 
And now that the Patriots are back on the biggest and most important stage in American sports, the Super Bowl stage, I think the NFL has no other choice but to come down hard and hit this team where it hurts most, and that's to take away their first-round draft choice. Now, on balance, and we will discuss this more and more as this show goes on, the league does allow a lot of leeway in how each team gets to prepare its footballs for games, home and away. Each team gets about a dozen balls that it can start preparing back in August for every home and away game. You can soak them repeatedly. You can scrub them and scrub the the gloss and the floss off of them. You can break them in however you want. But as you point out, uniformly, they must have this much air pressure and they must weigh this much. Mm -hmm. And according to Chris Mortensen, 11 of these 12 balls were two pounds of air pressure lighter than was supposed to be. That seems pretty significant to me. And according to Chris Mortensen, the league is angry. And it is distraught over this, and I think it should be. Now, again, on balance, do I think if Tom Brady's footballs had been uniformly pressured and weighed the the uniform amount, do I think that the Indianapolis Colts would have won that football game in Foxborough? That is laughable to me. It was 45-7. to Absolutely. I do not think it would have changed the outcome of the game. But again, given the Patriots' track record, the Super Bowl stage, and that this was a blatant violation of a rule that we could still debate, but it is a rule, you got to take away their first-round pick and hit them where it hurts. Skip Bayless, let me say this. First things first, I saw Indianapolis Colts players, a couple, I don't recall their names, tweeting about, you you know, do we play the game over, whatever. With all due respect, shut up. You got embarrassed, 45 to 7. Yeah. LeGarrette Blunt ran all over you, yeah. okay? Yeah. I want to hear that. I don't want to hear anything from the Indianapolis Colts. You got bounced, you got embarrassed, be quiet, shut up. It's irrelevant to you because you didn't show up to play in an AFC championship game. Nobody wants to hear from them. Mm-hmm. Having said all of that, I have been one on the record. I didn't think that this was a big deal, thinking a couple of balls were underinflated or what have you. Um, I'm thinking people are hating on the New England Patriots and Spygate and folks can't let stuff go. No question. That was my mentality. I must confess to you mm. that when I saw that 11, 11 of the 12 footballs were underinflated, yeah. that reeks of intentional deception. It reeks of cheating. It reeks of trying to get an unfair, unsportsmanlike, unprofessional advantage. And when I think about that, a team that I consider to be America's team because yeah. of its level of success. Yeah. I must confess to you, Skip, that your assertion that they should be confiscated of a first-round yeah. pick is not enough. No, wow. no. I personally believe that Bill Belichick, if he is found to have known about this and condoned it in any way, Yep. I think the penalty that he should suffer should be similar to what Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints suffered. He should be suspended for the entire year next season. Suspended for the entire year next season. Okay, so you heard that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today. Well, I I, I agree with a lot. Yeah, they're Uh, Just uh, 
Yeah, I don't think it had a whole lot to do with that game. Although when you hear that, uh, the there isn't the the idea that there isn't intent there when eleven of your twelve balls. Uh, I it 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 goes back to Spygate. It shows a team that. And I think that's why a lot of people don't like the Patriots. We feel that. We feel this team yeah, will take cheated. any edge. Yeah. Uh, they're usually very good. And they try that balance of getting great teams to mm-hmm. continually win. We're going to go past that. And it's it's it, to me, it's not a stretch. It's, it's very obvious. Someone, something within the New England Patriot organization, uh, this happened. And whether it's right. at the top or not, Belichick saying he he didn't know about it uh, on this, I, I I don't buy it myself. Yeah, uh, this guy is more into everything than mm-hmm. than anyone. Right, and he he's talking about how much he learned about. I don't know anything about the ball. How's it? Whoa, are you kidding me? Yeah. You've been coaching 40 years. You don't know what the procedure of what goes on right. with balls. You are so full of baloney, yeah. pal. And and I think that's why a lot of people just despise the Patriots. And and I, I dislike them from the top down. And I'm curious because the discussion was this, and they went on on first take uh, to discuss this. And I'm curious if you think that it's true. They likened it now. And it was greeny. It was Greeny from uh, from Mike and Mike in the morning was on first take and said there almost becomes a situation now where you begin to think and respond in the same manner that you do when somebody says Barry Bonds was the greatest home run hitter of all time. Asterisk. He was juiced. Roger Clemens was the best pitcher of all time. Um, uh, Lance Armstrong, greatest bicyclist of all time. You, you begin to think, does it fit? Does it fit that that idea of New England Patriots, greatest football team of all time, uh, over over uh, uh, as, uh, you know over the life of football as far as Super Bowl? Do you begin to think to yourself, yeah, asterisk, because you cheated? Do you begin to think that? Or do you just want to think that because you hate them? Well, I guess I I think it. I don't know that it's. I always think this. But but, but you think that, we that, caught them doing this. What else? All, have they been well, doing? That, that, that's it. It's like, do they have huge magnets under the field that you know? I don't know what guys yeah, what that else they're you stealing, and so when the other, you know, what it's else like, are you doing? Yeah, sneaky little. They're just sneaky. Yeah, sneaky what, boys. What else are you doing? Hey! I, I just I think it tarnishes it. I know what the NFL is going to do. Obviously, it's going to keep saying we're investigating, we're investigating. Nobody in the NFL uh, executive branch right now wants to say anything about this because no, they don't want they don't well, want to have a Super Bowl when they come out and admit. It, one it, of the teams in the Super yeah, Bowl and, are and, cheaters. And the bad thing is, is, is you know, you got a good fifty percent possibility that the the Super Bowl champion, the you know, is is, a your, che- is, is cheated. A, is a cheater. Is a cheater. Cheater. And it's just <clears throat> yeah. It, it's is it? It's sad. Is it a big deal? 
Is it a is it a big deal? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Why is it a big deal to you? Why is it? I mean, why is this a big deal? Come on, it was their balls. They should be able to play with them how they want. Come on, it's no big deal. Does it give you an advantage? I don't know. Maybe it does. It's just well, two pounds. Belichick saying he doesn't doesn't know. Are you telling me that there's not kickers that have tried and thought? You know, at a fifty, if I put and if there's an extra air in this thing, I can go three yards longer or whatever. You telling me in in the world of professional football where people get millions, they don't they haven't thought of this stuff yeah. and look and I don't buy it. I don't buy it one bit. Do you think Belichick's gonna end up Coming out smelling like a rose on. I can imagine that everyone in the organization will fall on their sword to keep yeah, him. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll probably getting... ultimately find. After the commercial, could you? Yeah, after the commercial, and 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 uh, could you do me a favor, Jimbo? Uh, check with her and see if she does want to talk, or she's just listening and accidentally hit the one. Okay, uh, let's. You know what? Let's go ahead and pick up Terry. Okay. She must have a ball question. I don't know. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Terry, how are you today? <laughs> well, I'm I'm fine. I I came right in on that song, and and I will have to say I did have to laugh. <laughs> oh, you did. I'm sorry. I, I I gave the warning. It was a little little spicy, but it was yeah. so funny that I just had to. And being a Colts fan, I just couldn't keep from playing it. Terry, I apologize. My face is oh. red. I'm sorry. Well, I, I will have to say it, it it was funny. Somebody's gonna make a lot of money on that song and I'm glad they are. So Yeah, well, absolutely. First of all, I'd like to wish my husband Bob a happy birthday today. Hey, today's Bob's birthday. This is when I thought Bob we, couldn't get in. Wait a older. second, wait a second. Let's do this just like Derek and George. Okay, George, how old how is Bob? How old is Bob? Make me you do have, that with Bob. Yeah. Re- Remember he had all your kids, right. George. What? Remember he had all your kids when you're thinking of his age. Yeah. So how old is oh, Bob? Oh yeah, I, I know. I'm well. I'm trying to equate him to like I I know Bob is older than me, okay. and if yeah. he's like my brother's realm. Yeah. Uh, I and I think he was, but I think Terry's younger. Okay. Yeah. Is that yes. that's true? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say. And if it's way off, oh, Terry, don't gosh, tell Bob. Don't, please, hey, Bob wouldn't be listening, right? He's not around. Yeah, don't no, he's my, not I'm listening. Okay, all right, you're safe. You're you're okay, G. Uh, sixty-two. Oh, you're really pretty close. He just sixty-one. Oh, oh my! Okay. Isn't well, George so good at that? I went for he the is, older yeah. authoritarian. Uh, I I gave yeah. him a year uh, extra just wisdom. for the wisdom. Year and, of wisdom. Uh, so happy birthday, Bob! Sixty-one years. Sixty-one old. years old today. Yes. Yes, but, and and then I did want to comment on the Patriots cheating. Oh, what do you think about that, Terry? Oh, I think it's horrible. Now, here's here's what I think they need to do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead. This is Terry. not the You're first time they've time. cheated. <laughs> so I think you know they say, oh, you're not going to get the first uh, draft pick. Right. Big big deal, and right. they're going to get fines. They need to kick them out of the Super Bowl. They need to have the two teams that lost play and let those go to the Super Bowl. 
Now that oh, so you want the Broncos and the Colts to play again, and the winner goes no, to it, the... No, the Broncos wouldn't get to play. It would be um, uh, Green Bay Packers and... Oh, so Green Bay and yeah. Indianapolis. Uh-huh. Well, oh, you know, they you get... couldn't do that because they're from two different leagues, aren't they? Right. But, hey, oh, you know... Okay, but whoever, cheat, whoever the happens. last... Yeah, so the Broncos would have, I guess, yeah. uh, and the Colts would play and then let that team go to the Super Bowl. Now, that would Just hurt. Rub their nose in it. Just take uh-huh. it. Uh, I would. I think they should let them play. The Patriots will win the Super Bowl, get them really nice rings, and then when they present them to it, put them all on their fingers, and then go and take them away from all of them. Just give me that <laughs> ring. Yeah. You know what they have talked about? There you go. Jimbo's got a good idea. Make the rings so small you can't wear them. That, oh, I, don't think that, I don't think the Patriots are going to need about getting rings. I will tell you something, Bowl. because, Terry, you're on to something, because they talked a lot about how do we make this hurt? I mean, how do we make uh-huh. it a big deal? And they came up with a really – you know what I'd do? I'd shrink their salary cap. That'll hurt Ah, yeah. I'd shrink their salary cap. That's the, and then make rings so tiny they can't wear them. Mm-hmm. That's, well, what I, that's what I do. The thing, the you, thing that bother, yeah. the thing that Go bothers ahead. me. They're they're supposed to be such a great example for our kids and and other people. So what they're saying is, okay, it's okay if you're um, a professional athlete and you cheat. The consequence is not going to be real bad. And George, being in the law enforcement, Mm -hmm. knows Mm -hmm. if you break certain rules, there's going to be a big penalty, and you're going to go to jail. Yeah. And I think probably what people are wondering right now is what's the the punishment that fits the crime? And so now the big discussion is how big of a crime is it? That's the big big deal. And, And most people are saying, you know what, it's cheating. You cheated. And not- exactly. And you know, who? Well, my other thing is, I'm going to pray that God makes them lose. <laughs> They're not going to win. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Terry. We got to run real quick. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, for All right. Enjoyed the show. You've been on ball. You've talk. been on ball talk with Terry Groom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Terry. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk if, if our mics hold out. I do not know. You know, we might be cursed a little bit. This seems to be the only show that does this. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Thank you. Thank you I do not know why this happens. Everyone's, you know what? I've put the studio back together, and uh, we've had a show since then. Two shows. Three shows. Since then, no problems. Not a problem. I come into your studio. Problem. You, you come into the studio. It may be. And with him, I'm thinking, problems. gee, it is your incredible magnetism that's throwing all of the electronics <laughs> off. I do not know that or something's getting ready to explode. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the State of the Union. It is strong. <laughs> Did. Oh, that's right. Thanks for reminding me. Also, Jimbo wanted me to remind all the listeners on Blog Talk Radio, 
And George, you usually usually go and tinkle during the <laughs> during the break. I do tinky. But there is a special song. Uh-huh. Special song. During the break? During the break. Is it starting right away? Or? Does it start right away, Jimbo? Or? Second. Okay. That's okay. Okay. Oh, so we'll you, got, you got time to do that. We're going to take time. a break. So as you're listening to Blog Talk Radio, this is a special song for George. When we come back, we're going to talk about the State of the Union. Stay right, stay right here with us. You're listening to Derek and George Live right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you watch a game, it's fun. If you play it, it's recreation. But if you work at it, it's golf. A golf course should aspire to generate as much energy as it consumes. And four miles north of Marion, Indiana, is a golf course that does just that. 6,690 yards of pure energy. Arbor Trace Golf Club is a course that's beauty is matched only by its bite. A course that contests not only the steel of one's nerves, but the metal of their irons. It's a course for the beginner who desires to learn the game as well as the player who is ready to challenge it. So whether you're looking to play just for the fun of the game or the opportunity to work hard on it, Arbor Trace Golf Club is the course for you. Give Arbor Trace Golf Club a shot, because in golf, the most important shot you ever make is the next one. Mixture, our happy Norwegian, Myron Florin, and our Polish and Irish Samanski sisters. Graduation day is almost here. You've worked so hard, and now it's all paying off. Everyone will be telling you how proud they are. Give them one more thing to be proud of. Celebrate graduation safe and sober. Don't let drugs and alcohol threaten what you've worked so hard to achieve. This message is brought to you by Southeast Health Group, your local resource for drug and alcohol treatment. Call 1-800-511-5446 for more information about a safe and sober graduation. 
behind the wheel of a pickup truck. When Knuckle Energy approached country musician Colt Ford to produce an energy drink, they knew immediately it had to be as real and authentic as Colt himself. Knuckle Energy's southern-style sweet tea is created using a traditional sweet tea recipe that has been passed down in Georgia from generation to generation. Using a southern tea blend as the basis, as did the Ford family and many others, what Knuckle Energy has created is a product that has a fresh, light lemon zest with an energy supplement. To make this product as authentic as possible, Knuckle Energy has crafted a product that is 100% American-made, just like Colt Ford. So at the end of the day, if you find yourself lacking that energy that you need, don't knuckle under. Chicken and biscuit. Knuckle up. Knuckle Energy drink. Find it at a come-and-gone convenience store near you. You're listening to Derek and George Live on the Road Less Travel, Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Derek and George Live show right here on Blog Talk Radio. Born the Polska, thanks to Jimbo. <laughs> wonderful, a wonderful, a turn on the, the bubble of Machina Boys. <laughs> He's up here dancing. I'm ready uh, to get to my dancing shoes on. <laughs> Get on the other and a boogie, a boogie. Now, see, that's kind of a that's a that's a Larson, Larson Norwegian. What is that? Well, polka is t- typical German. Yeah, I know, German. but what's Larson? Oh, me? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm that's a, it's yeah. I'm Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Danish, uh, but I'm as equal Swede as I am Dane. My grandmother was born over in Sweden, don't you know? There no, you go. Sure. You're a big polka fan. Jimbo, play some polka I for love uh, the polka. You're up there dancing in the studio. That's fantastic. Uh, I want to get to this. Uh, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because I'm not sure that it, it deserves it, but we, I'm sure it deserves it. We have to talk about it because it happened right there in front of us. There's nothing we could do about it. It just sit there and and just happened to us, but I do want to get to the Ask George question. Did you watch the State of the Union? I, for two reasons, did not. Yes. Okay, so you had a couple reasons of not. Yes. Um, uh, first of all, uh, health issues. And uh, I have detectors in my house. I have a smoke detector. Yeah. And I have a BF detector. And they and it went off. And the BF detector just, uh, beep, beep, uh, beep, it, beep, it's beep, always beep, going beep. off when politicians talk but i uh i just you know it's it's just always well, going and uh, for health issues just it it makes me angry yeah i get angry i do not know yes i do not know if our mics will hold out during this and whether anybody will be able to hear us during this but i wanted to play a little bit of kick it or keep it okay oh okay and here's what i've done I've got a little clip here that takes the entire State of the Union and and smooshes it down <laughs> into four minutes. In, yeah. Into just four minutes. And what you're going to hear uh-huh. him saying is, uh, you know, the basic policies that he's thinking about. When you hear a policy, based on what you know, not just, hey, that's a good idea, based on, you know, okay, is can can we implement it? What's it going to take to implement it? That type of thing. I just want you to shout out, kick it or keep it. Okay? So we're just going to listen to him a, a little bit. You, you heard his, his little jab at the Republicans. Have you heard that one? 
Well, he's always. That's what he lives to do. So you're I you're going like, to hear it okay. during it. It was, it was pretty clever. It was it was a good one. Oh, he's good. He's a cool cat. He, so he said, uh, "I have no more elections, no more campaigns to run." And of course, the Republicans applauded. <laughs> and when they got done applauding, he looked at him and said, "That's right, because I won both of them." And oh, so it was that, a little yeah. clever. You're going to hear it, but when you hear a policy in that, um, I want you to say, I'm going to keep that, I'm going to kick that, I don't like that, that's good, keep that, that sounds like a good idea. Jimbo, let's go ahead and bring up the State of the Union. We are 15 years into this new century. 15 years. 15 years that dawned with terror touching our shores that unfolded with a new generation fighting two long and costly wars, that saw a vicious recession spread across our nation and the world. It has been, and still is, a hard time for many. But tonight, we turn the page. Oh, we're turning the tonight, page. Tonight, the shadow of crisis has passed, it's and the passed. state of the union is strong. State of the Union economics works. I'm kicking. Expanding okay. opportunity works. And these policies will continue to work as long as politics don't get in the way. That's why my plan will make quality child care more available and more affordable for every middle class and low income family with young children in America by creating more slots and a new tax cut of up to $3,000 per child per year. And everyone in this Congress who still refuses to raise the minimum wage, I say this. If you truly believe you could work full-time and support a family on less than $15,000 a year, try it. And that's why I'm sending this Congress a bold new plan to lower the cost of community college to zero. Close loopholes. So we stop rewarding companies that keep profits abroad and reward those that invest here in America. Let's use those savings. To rebuild our infrastructure. We can use that money to help more families pay for child care. Uh, well, yeah. Of course, if there's one thing this new century has taught us, is that we cannot separate our work here at home from challenges beyond our shores. Instead of sending large ground forces overseas, we're partnering with nations from South Asia to North Africa to deny safe haven to terrorists who threaten America. Last year, Mr. Putin's aggression uh, it was suggested was a masterful display of strategy and strength. That's what I heard from some folks. Well, today, it is America that stands strong and united with our allies, while Russia is isolated with its economy in tatters. You know, in Cuba, we are ending a policy that was long past its expiration date. Cuba policy. And what you're doing keep it doesn't work all. in 50 years. It's time to try something new. The Pentagon says that climate change poses immediate risks to our national security. We should act like kick. it. Just over a decade ago. Keep it at a kick. I gave a speech kick in Boston where I said there wasn't a liberal America or a conservative America, a black America or a white America, but a United States of America. Over the past six years, the pundits have pointed out more than once that my presidency hasn't delivered on this vision, but I still think the cynics are wrong. I've seen something like gay marriage go from a wedge issue used to drive us apart to a story of freedom across our country, a civil right now legal in states that seven in ten Americans call home. So the question for those of us here tonight 
is how we, all of us, can better reflect America's hopes. A better politics is one where we appeal to each other's basic decency instead of our basest fears. A better politics is one where we debate without demonizing each other. I have no more campaigns to run. There we go. My only agenda... I know, because I won both of them. Um, my only agenda for the next two years is the same as the one I've had since the day I swore an oath on the steps of this Capitol. That's the problem. To do what I believe is best for America. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. That's the big thing, crux of everything wrong is he's doing what he thinks is best for America, and we voted for that. So we deserve the we deserve what we've we've gotten. Then uh, Senator Ted Cruz, and they had they had afterwards they had they had somebody from every kind of party you can think of. They had a Tea Party response. They had a Republican response. They had a socialist response. They had yeah. an independent response. Hmm. To the State of the Union. I want to play real quick uh, Ted Cruz uh, and his response. Jimbo, let's go ahead and play uh, Ted Cruz. This is his response. He's in the Capitol. Tonight, America saw a powerful demonstration that it is time to move on beyond President Barack Obama. Just two months ago, we had a national election in which the American people spoke loud and clear and said the path we're on isn't working. The American people said the Obama economy isn't working, millions are hurting, and we want a different path. Previous presidents have been on the receiving end of crushing electoral losses in midterm elections. And previous presidents, when that have happened, have come with contrition, have said to the American people, have said to the voters, I hear you, I hear your message, and we will change paths. Tonight, the president told the American voters not only does he not hear their message, but he intends to do precisely the opposite. He intends to double down on the failed policies of the last six years. He intends to have yet more and more government spending and taxes and debt and all of the policies that are hurting hardworking Americans. Tonight, not a word was said about radical Islamic terrorism. Those words did not come out of the president's mouth. We cannot win a war on radical Islamic terrorism with the president unwilling to even say the words radical Islamic terrorism. Tonight it was also striking. The president did not mention his illegal and unconstitutional executive amnesty. He issued that in defiance of the voters, in defiance of the Constitution, and defiance of the law, and yet when he stood in the State of the Union, he could not bring himself even to bring it up. It underscores the obligation on Republicans in Congress to honor the promises we made, to honor the promises, number one, to stop the train wreck that is Obamacare, and number two, to stop the president's illegal and unconstitutional amnesty. And it also underscores that even if this president is not willing to work in a bipartisan way, even if this president is not willing to help solve the fiscal and economic problems facing this country, that it's time to move on. It's time to move beyond him and to focus instead on new and bold leadership to bring back jobs, to bring back economic growth, to bring back opportunity, to rekindle the miracle of America. That's what I saw tonight. Thank you. 
God bless you. Okay, so so here's my question, and we we talked about this after the midterms uh, and the overwhelming uh, response of Republican voters and the change that took place not only in the Senate but adding seats to the House, state houses all over this country. Should the president hear that and then come to the State of the Union, like Ted Cruz said, and be contrite and say, I heard you. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna work together. Or or should he should he be the individual that says, you know what? I think this is what's best for America. We're gonna keep pushing on. Well, you you hope your elected people will have what is best in mind for America and listen listen to you. Right. Maybe my read on America, maybe that's just not it. Uh, you hope that. But it's it's been obviously clear, and I was always been in the camp, when this thing, this hasn't changed anything. This guy is not going to, uh, like Bill Clinton did. He Bill Clinton got rewarded for passing a welfare reform mm-hmm. bill. That was basically in the contract America, Newt Gingrich and the Republicans right. did it. Right. And they forced it down his throat the third time, third bill, he signed it. Mm-hmm. But he slowly evolved and said, man, I got to get some stuff done. I need to see. And and the, the problem is, is who this man is. Mm-hmm. And he will not. He believes in a radically different America than most people, and yet the the people voted for this man. That's yes. how that's that's right. How mind boggling a majority this whole thing of voters, is. yeah. And he will not yield. He thinks he knows what is best for America, and he's going to plot on if he gets voted down. You know, hundred to to one. He doesn't care if he's the one. I got the power. Oh yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got elected. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, he did get elected. Okay. So that's why I said, you know, right right after the the uh, midterms here, uh the Republicans need to pass the stuff. Don't even pay attention who's in office. Yeah. Just pass your legislation. You would pass if Reagan were in there. Mm-hmm. Send it to him. Let this guy go down in history as the guy that blockaded everything. Right. Uh and you you, you, I don't want them to compromise. I don't want my people to. His stuff is. He sounds great. Everybody, oh, college education, everybody pay for it, be free. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to pay for gotta all pay. this stuff. It, another thing I don't think was mentioned, I didn't listen to the whole mm-hmm. thing, was an $18 trillion debt. Yes. Mentioned in it? Yeah. It was. No, no, okay. no, it wasn't mentioned in And seventy percent of it on his watch. Right. Seventy percent of our incredible debt Yeah. Yep. Is on his watch. Nothing's talking about eighteen trip and you say, Well, I I don't want well what do you mean you don't want people to be able to go to college? Uh, you how horrible you are. Well, where do we stop? Let's just pay for everything. How about we pay your water bill? We're already right. paying your gas bill. Right. Some people. How about we pay your house payment? Just, right. Where does it stop? People need to, to work hard. If you want to go to college, work for it. Mm-hmm. Work hard. 
Yeah. Uh, get scholarship grant, whatever you can get with the work you put in, but work for stuff. You and, can't. Everything can't be given to us. And that's the thing that people have to remember: the the federal government makes absolutely no money. They don't generate money at all. The only way that they can pay for things and buy things is by taxes. That that's it. So nothing. If if the government says something is free, nothing is ever free. Somebody's paying for that. Yeah, you know, and, and we there start, isn't there isn't yeah. a thing. There isn't such a thing as free community college. Now you may be able to go to community college for free, but somebody's paying the bill. Yeah, the free school lunches, free breakfast, lunch, I, supper for the, for yeah. the, the little nose miners. I I guarantee you, the community colleges of this country did not go to President Obama and say, you know what, we are not going to charge. For community, of course they're going to charge. The community colleges are going to charge the same rate, and if the government's paying for it, they're Trust going to me, charge it's more. Be more. Yeah, they're going to pay. They're going to charge more. It, it, it's somebody has got to pay for this. The state of the unions have become. I don't think anymore, unless you're just really into it. The states, the state of the union address, it, it, it is does not impact everyday Americans. It just doesn't. We don't care. We know that it's half the stuff that you say is stuff that's never going to get passed, and the other half that you say is stuff that you're never going to do. Well, there, there, there generally is nothing new, and I just yeah. you hear the same, same. You hear the same, same stuff. The same uh, old thing. So here, here's something we may. Did mm-hmm. you care? There was a little hula blue about whether. Uh, uh, we as a country were represented in the great march over in France. What did you feel about that? You know what? I don't really. I think it, I, I. I don't really think that it's a, a major news story. It is it, to me, though. It was just embarrassing. We had people yeah. over there. We I, could have yeah. sent. I was over in there. the camp of I really don't care. I really Mahmoud don't care. Mahmoud Abbas is there. Yeah. So what does right. that say? You're That's holding it. hands with I the really didn't care. Palestinian leader. The thing that I cared about was it was just another way to show that we just we screwed up. We could have sent somebody. Eric Holder was there. We could have sense something uh, uh the the thing that interests me more is i always like to see stories like that because i like to see how each side spins it of course the right just said we oh we're, we're you know yeah it's just I, and i was in the camp i don't I yeah don't, i don't care because yeah. i don't like uh all, all that is is uh smoke and mirrors does sure. nothing what i want to see okay what what are you doing now i heard what you hear the france was sending a uh aircraft carrier over towards that region. has yes. anything come has there any been that's what, the, what, that's the big see, thing what i want to see is don't yeah don't talk don't go out in march how about you put some people in the you know yeah you uh, want to show and, support and go, show go support. kill some terrorists show That's, support where it counts show it with troops show it with with munitions show it with dollars whatever but marching doesn't it shows solidarity that all of us are against terrorism but it doesn't stop the terrorism uh, what kind of terrorism are you against just all all those general uh, no name terrorist, or can you say it, it, uh, Islamic it, extremism? Oh, did you hear? You said it. I was listening to the White House press secretary, and the new the spin on it now <laughs> is uh, terrorism done in the name or extremism, extreme terrorism done in the name of Islam. 
Oh. Or per- perpetrated in the name of Islam. So that's that we we don't use the term Islamic extremism. I don't know why they have no problem talking about Christian extremism. I don't I don't understand. Uh, anyway, State of the Union's gone, and uh, hey, my son was asking me what I thought about it, and I said the happiest thing about it was he's only got one left. He's got one, one left. left. Yep. And two days ago, two days ago on January twentieth, he had exactly two years left, and now he's got two days short of two years left. That's I don't know why I don't. That's as positive as I can get about it. He can do a lot of damage in two years. Look what he's done in six. Who knows what can happen in two years? Hey, I'm going to get to the Ask George questions. It's going to take just a little bit, and we're we're going to need this this time to do it. We. Get and you can go to derekandgeorge.com, D E R E K A N D G E O R G E. Derekandgeorge.com, down there, there's a little box that says Ask George. All you got to do is click it. We get a number. Uh, you know what? Let's not do the wheel, Jimbo. Let's get to this because I want to have some time to do it. We get a number of emails, good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, ha- we've shared both on, on the show. Good and bad. I mean, bad, I mean by like, hey, we don't like you bad. Like, name-calling bad. Uh, Anyway. Mean-spirited. We started this show. Derek and George show is going on its third year. And we originally started it as as a show of two guys just sitting across the table talking about the stuff that, uh, that that you talk about when you're sitting across the table, the things that go on in the world, what's going on with with each other, those types of things, and we we put it on Blog Talk Radio for people uh, to listen to. Um, and and little did we know that it would have an impact on people, both good and bad, <laughs> both positive and negative impacts. Uh, we never thought that uh, we're sitting here and little southeastern town of La Junta, Colorado. Uh, our mics go out every once in a while, and, and we're always trying to, to stay on the air. Uh, we got a, a letter from Wendy Jensen in Bentonville, Arkansas, and she has a question for George. I've got a question for you. I've got a question for you. Jensen, S O N S E N. S E N. Okay, that's that's like Terry. Is it? Wasn't Terry that's, Jensen? That's right. She Jensen's was she was a Jensen. Yeah. That, that's right. Actually, it says uh, near Bentonville, Arkansas. I don't know if it's actually in Bentonville, Probably but it's down not. there. Walmart. Wow. Walmart's Bentonville, Arkansas, I believe. I believe. I believe you're right. Anyway, yeah. I I have to sift through a number of them, and and sometimes you take the one closest to the top if you've got time. Or if you don't have time, sometimes you you look through some of them, um, and uh, this one in its in its header in in the subject matter said, "Please read." Oh, and, okay. And, and so he said this from Wendy. Wendy, we had another uh, Wendy lately within the last couple. Didn't did we? In that did we have when another? I started singing the Wendy song, everybody it? knows it's Wendy. It, and it? then Jim drew it up and said it's Beach Boys that did that song. But oh, okay. okay. There I, you I go. digress. This okay, is a Wendy uh, Wendy Jensen from Bentonville, Arkansas, and she says, "Dear Derek and George," and when I I I read it, 
I was shocked and it 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 broke just broke me down. Uh it says my name is Wendy Jensen. I'm a mother of two in Bentonville, Arkansas. Both me and my husband recently lost our jobs and we're really struggling to stay positive. Uh, my husband and I want you both to know that your show brightens our day and gives us hope that things can get better. It might sound strange that a blog talk radio show could change the outlook of a person's day, but believe me, yours does. I feel like both of you are my neighbor and you come into my kitchen every Thursday and share a cup of coffee. We don't know how we're going to make ends meet, but we do know this. Both of you will be right beside us as we try. I was wondering if you have had a chance, if you could say hi to my husband, Brian, and my two sons, Blake and Jacob. It has been hard on them lately, and I think they would get a kick out of hearing their names on the show. Since I am supposed to be asking a question of George, here it is. If you don't mind sharing, can you remember a, a rough time in your life and how you got through it? Your advice would be very much appreciated. Please know that there is one family that loves you and even depends on your show. Wow. Yeah. So, hello to Blake and to, Jacob. Hello Jacob, to Blake Jacob and, and Jacob and, and Brian Wendy, Wendy's and husband Brian. Brian Jensen. Um, yeah. So, Blake and Jacob, I don't know how old you are. Uh, keep listening. Hang in there. Brian, hang in there. Um, you know, it's very funny. Uh, no, this isn't funny. Yeah. It's funny. I, I read a book. Uh, a couple days ago, and uh, I I don't know if anyone has there's a movie out about it, but there's a book called The Book Thief. Yes, there's a movie. Yeah, absolutely. Have you seen that? I haven't. Christine has seen it. Nazi Germany. It's in Nazi Germany. A uh, young man that wrote that book is mm-hmm. named uh, Marcus Zusak, if mm-hmm. I'm pronouncing that right. And he wrote a book called Fighting Reuben Wolf. Now, you can hmm. read it in a couple hours. It's just a little. It was his first novel. He was working as a janitor in a dentist's office at the at the time of writing this book. And, Wendy, the reason I, I, I think you and Brian would get something out of it, it, it these two young boys, and, and the, the writer is Australian, but their father has lost their job, mm-hmm. his job. And uh, when you're facing unemployment, bills, family, mm-hmm. things are hard. Uh, it affects more than just the bottom line and the finances. Right. It can affect your psyche, your... Uh, your questioning of who you mm-hmm. are, what I bring to the table, what am I? And and you're, you just affect your spirit. You right. become depressed and stuff. And and uh, this book is geared around two young boys that start fighting for money. But there's a lot of symbolism within it. But their father's lost his job and they see what it's doing to him. Mm-hmm. And they need to do something. Right. And it, it, the whole thing is just kind of keep fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's keep fighting, keep swinging away. Don't forget who you are and what you bring to the, uh, the table. And, and I guess have faith, have faith in God and have faith in yourself. Uh, 
where you're at is a moment in time and it does mm-hmm. not define you or your life and you will get through it. And one of the reasons that, and like I said, I, we, we get a number of them and, and I, I can't read them all. Right. I, I can't read them all. Um, I chose this one. This one is near to dear to my heart. Wendy, I'm struggling with things just like that uh, right now. And I, I, I feel for you. And, and I would, I would say, and I, I've said this before, and I think we talked about it um, not too long ago. Stuart Scott passed away, uh, the announcer from ESPN. And one of the things that, uh, that, that he always said, and, and I would encourage you, Wendy, because I've, I've seen it in my own life. He, he talks about, um, when bad things happen like that, you feel, uh, like you've been fighting and struggling for so long and you just, uh, you don't know what to do when, when bad things come along. And, and he, he had said, you fight like hell. And when, and when you can't fight anymore, you lay down, you let other people fight for you. Uh, and that's what I would encourage uh, you guys to do, both not only as a family, but uh, for each other is uh, I've been blessed to have uh, two great uh, people in my life that have helped me fight one of them sitting in the producer's booth and one of them sitting beside me. And uh, there you get to that time when you feel like you can't fight anymore. And so you... Uh, you lay down and and you let other fight for you and and you you had said it and it's right because even though it's it's a moment in time, it's 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 not your life it's just it's a moment in time, and it's you struggle uh, when because it seems like it's it's all encompassing and and um, it, it always amazes me. It's 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 humbling. It but in the same sense, it's absolutely amazing that we can put all this crap together in a little room, <laughs> and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But you can flip a switch, and you can turn up a volume, and it matters and to somebody day else. In Arkansas, <laughs> it lifts up. So it's just uh, it, it absolutely. I, I, uh, amazes me. Not that I'm not that, that I'm trying to lessen the Derek and George live show, but it's just, you know, it, it, it amazes me that we do. It's what, humbling. It's a it's a privilege to be able to do. It, it is so uh, heartwarming and uplifting, which I need at this particular time in my life, and probably one of the reasons I picked the. Did, did we hear the ages of the boys? No, they okay, did. I, they didn't. I don't know the ages of the boys. I, I, Blake and Jacob Jensen in one, Bentonville, Arkansas. One thing you said, and I, I it's it, very true. Keep on fighting and let. One thing I am not good at, mm-hmm. Wendy, that I would encourage you and Brian do not be. If I, I'm probably too independent of mm-hmm. a person, and I take yeah. things myself. I kind of carry them. I don't. Share the load. Uh, share. And I I would say, you know, there. I, I remember listening to a sermon in church about, you know, we talk about our charity and our, our ability to give uh, can speak volumes mm-hmm. of our heart. Charity, we tend to think as giving. Mm-hmm. But also, charity can also be an ability to, to receive. receive. Yeah. And yeah. if, if that that's that's to me kind of a mind blower. I am not a mm-hmm. good ability to right. receive guy. Yeah. 
uh, 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 somebody helping me out with something Mm -hmm. I could have done myself. It's I'm just I I'm not geared. And I would say depend or probably with the age of your boys, no how no matter how old children are, they know what's going on in our lives. And don't be afraid to. I, I think hard moments in your life are are better shared openly and honestly with your family. Now, you don't want... There's certain things that a child can't do to help, but they should right. know. They can learn from it's seeing a great teachable moment. struggle. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Th- those teachable moments mm-hmm. of we all have these times. That's why I encourage when I put an ankle bracelet on somebody or whatever, mm-hmm. if there's the kids around, just... Uh, you know, hey, this is a moment for you to teach your child. You know, right. hey, when we screw up, there's consequences, and uh, this is what happens. Now, right. there's no screwing up here, but mm-hmm. this is a teachable moment in the fact of tough times. How do we get? How do we deal these? with and adversity? let's deal them together? Because if you if you try and channel that away from kids, they yeah. feel a bit ostracized, and that makes the yeah, uh, the situation worse, I think. Yeah, and I and it's it's you know it's it's got to be hard. Uh, it's got to be hard for Brian. It's it's got to be hard for the whole entire family. We, we're hoping that you have a, a support system of of some sort. But uh, uh, we do want to uh, do a big shout out to to Brian, to Blake, and to Jacob Jensen in Bentonville, Bentonville, Arkansas. Bentonville, Arkansas. Uh, you've got people here at, at the Road Less Traveled here at the Derek and George uh, live show praying for you. Uh, and uh, like I said, I don't. it says somewhere near Bentonville, so I don't know if that's the actual town or yeah. not, but and, somewhere in Arkansas. And, and so read, and the kids could read too, the boys, they'd love it. Mm-hmm. Fighting Reuben Wolf. Fighting Reuben Wolf by Marcus Zusak. Christine was talking about that. the book thief. She had she had watched that. I think that has to do with the burning of the books during Nazi Germany. It, it, well, or, it, yeah, it's it's written. It's very he he writes differently, but it, it actually it's it's death narrating the. Oh, really? Okay. The and it, it takes place a little German girl who's staying with the Foster family in uh, in the Munich area of Germany. Yeah. Uh, excellent book. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, Wendy, we're hoping that uh, if if we brighten your day, we we hope that we can keep doing that. Keep listening and keep, keep, keep slugging away, keep Wendy and slugging Brian. Keep slugging away. Uh, we're not sure if that's, uh, if that's the exact answer you want or the exact answer that you need or the story that you wanted, but uh, that's George's story, and he's sticking to it. <laughs> Into You're listening to the Derek and George Live Show. Hey, I want to, with our few minutes left, I, I would be remiss if, if even after the cheating and, and all of that, I uh, and and then seeing how Seattle played. Uh, boy, I, oh, 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 you talk about the great fourth quarter collapse. How does that happen? It, it, now, the Packers are, of course, my second team, yes, my they second are. favorite team. Yes, they I are. I was, uh, but... My son-in-law was that, livid. That was, that was un, unbelievable. You, you beat a team 55, 55 and a half minutes yep. of a game. Yep. 
And you it, took it to him, and I mean, then you collapsed. I'm talking with Zach. I, I swear, if you cut one of his arms, it'd bleed green. It would bleed green, and the other one would bleed yellow. It yeah. just, I mean, he just that one hurt. There's that one no, hurt. but it, I feel better because I. Well, the Packers beat the Patsies in the regular season, so I don't know. I just I feel more confident that Mr. Brady can have a tooth knocked out. With, I don't. Uh, I'm going to tell you what, if Seattle doesn't play better than they did against Green Bay, they're not going to beat New England. They're not going to beat New England at all. Now, don't get me wrong. Green Bay's a good team, but they're just they're just not going to do it. Richard Sherman yeah, going to play? Sprained elbow? I don't know. What, did he sprain that? He sprained an elbow. That was, his, huh. that was a sprained oh, elbow. He'll play if it's broken. Yeah. I guarantee you every one of those balls are going to be weighed and weighed again and weighed again and weighed again, and that's all they're going to talk about. It's yeah. going to be joke after joke, and that's it's 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 going to be uh, – I'm not even going to watch. I'm not watching it. Oh, I will. I, I'm not. I, I'll do it like I, I – you not. know, hopefully I won't go to any other social arena, just DVR it, zip through the commercial. I hate the commercials, unlike half America says, oh, I watch it for the commercials. I don't. I don't find the commercials entertaining. It takes eight hours to watch the Super Bowl now with the commercials. I can watch it in two hours when I zip through. I have saved so. the rest of my book that I'm reading yes. to, to the end. You're not going to watch the Super Bowl. I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. I'm going to finish the book that I am reading. Then I'm going to pass it on to my father. And you should read it, too. It's a great book. 41, Portrait of My Father by George Bush. By W. W. wrote it about his dad. Really? Yeah, 41. Fantastic so far. Hmm. Just starts at the beginning and goes all the way through through, uh, George H.W. Bush's life. It's very... I, I like it. Now, of course, if you don't like... W then probably like high, then you're probably like not going to like it, but it's a great, great book. Like I've saved people. the end American. of it. American, <laughs> American people. people. American. Nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> like I've saved the end of it uh, for the Super Bowl. Not going to watch. Don't care. There's, I don't care. I do. Yeah. I you want to see, see the Seahawks you humiliate see. the Patriots. What if that doesn't happen? Just think how about I'll be a very sad, sad person, person and cheaters. Cheaters will have one, and it doesn't fit in with my also, idea of justice in the world. Also, real quickly, as yep. we as we gather down here at the end and culminate uh, in this Super Bowl, you happy with Gary Kubiak as the new head coach of the Denver Broncos? I am. Are you? I'm. I'm tickled pink. He brought in his own crew there, didn't he? He brought in a new OC, and I don't know if he brought in a defensive coordinator. Yeah, well, yeah, and Dennison's been—he's a Bronco, true and blue. How forever. do you think this change? How do you think this affects Peyton's decision? I think March ninth is the is the deadline because I think either March ninth or March thirteenth, after that day or on that day, if Peyton's part of the fifty-three man roster, his nineteen million dollar contract is guaranteed. I I don't. To be honest, I'm not a guy that thinks that Peyton's looking at all any all of the of changes and saying whatever. He's looking within himself. Do I have another? Because where else? Where else would he go? Could he go? He wouldn't. That is any closer to being able to win a Super Bowl. He so he's going nowhere else. No, either he so plays or he retires. He plays or he doesn't. Yeah. Does he? Nothing in his past, other than the last 
few games mm-hmm. has indicated to us that he's ready to hang it up. And that was with a torn quad. You know. Yeah. And I mean, so, yeah, I'm not saying that's the reason. I'm just saying, it, does he look at it yeah. and say, okay, if I can come into the next season healthy, am I going to play? You know, and it, I, I would think I think Jimbo's right. I, I see him in in the Colts office when he when he retires. I don't think well, he's going to stick around. Reti- I I don't think there's any guy at his level that. And, and just like all the guys move on, but is uh, in any anxious. What are you trying to say? That's a bunch he, of words. I know. It's mumbo, it's mumbo. Spit it out. It's mumbo jumbo. He's not anxious to step in any office. I don't think right. right. I don't think right. I, I. You know what? I. I think he's trying to figure out a way. He loves to play. And he he made the quote, and I think it's right. He says, when you suck, you stop. And I don't think he sucks. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much, um, I, I think, I don't know how much he looks at, at what's coming up. Tough choices for the Broncos coming up. Both Demarius Thomas and Julius Thomas, both free agents. Yeah, yeah, make some choices yeah, here. Well, DT, you gotta, you gotta keep putting yeah. the franchise. And Julius, his his Achilles heel is his. He's never is his health. He, he doesn't play full season. Right. And that right in, in my mind really uh, hampers his. Uh, possibilities for him getting probably what his agent's going to want for him. But, yeah. I, uh, I, know. I know. I, I am, I think I am very thrilled. Uh, uh, You're going to have to you, shovel out some coin know, for Demarius. As a, uh, as, as, as a, as a, co- I, I thought Kubiak was a great backup. I mm-hmm. thought he was a great assistant. He and Elway by all, you know, talk. He did a great job at Houston. Very good there. friends. Well, he did. He turned a programmer. I mean, Houston mm-hmm. was pretty low, and they yeah. became contenders under him. And you can say, well, he's only 500 there, but yeah. uh, he's coming into it, and everybody knows that, into a situation where you're expected with this group to to get there. Right. So he, you know, he knows going in, and I, I think it's a it's a good partnership. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm I'm tickled about it. I Can think the Broncos make guy. it to the Super Bowl with Peyton? Oh, I think any team can make it with him. It's it's a matter of are you good enough to win when you're a he's I and I would say Brady is no less well possibly Brady's a little more nimble. Uh, but you know Brady's a pocket guy. He's right. not a great. Yeah. Can you assemble the team to win? Yeah, I, I think that can happen. And, and we'll see. Whether because it will the, happen, I don't know. The the free well, agents. I'll tell you and, what. Denver will run the ball better than they have in the past. Sure. They're going to go back to being able to hammer the the Denver Broncos were synonymous with mm-hmm. running the football. Right. And. That in in Mike Shant when when mm-hmm. Coobs was a coordinator before ran the ball. We're going to run the ball. Well, Bears picked up John Fox. Yeah, and I think that you know Fox is a great. Co- I think he's a great guy. Whatever it is with him, it's just he he wasn't what 
we think to get we're not satisfied, you hate but whatever, I think he'll do well for the Bears. You know, John you know. Fox is taking, you know, everybody forgets that that loss to the Patriots in the Super Bowl was an incredibly close game. That was down to seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those Panthers played hard that year. That, and I think he moved he, on because because there's high standards, and I think he moved on because it was a, a, an obvious and utter and absolute failure to achieve right. objectives, and which he, is to win the Super Bowl. He's got a great scenario going in there. I think, you know, the Get Bears are an iconic kind of – they're just old football. You know, yeah. Alice, the Bears, yep. uh, Soldier Field, everything about that is – is just steeped in wonderful history. I, I I think it's a great opportunity to take a team that, uh, and he's traditionally been a defense guy, and the Bears have traditionally been, been defense. Oh, yeah. Now you won't you won't win divisions with Jay Cutler as your no, quarterback. So no. that's going to happen. And I think I, I heard I didn't see his press conference, but mm-hmm. I heard he was calling him Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, which means I'm not getting too attached to him because he's going to be on the way. I I. I think that obviously the objectives for John Fox and the Bears are much different than the objectives for for Peyton Manning and Kubiak and the and the Broncos because if you tell John Fox you need to win a Super Bowl that's just unrealistic. I think there's two objectives. At one point we figure out how to beat the Packers and then we figure out how to win the North. I mean, I that, other than that, you know, then maybe when we get to a place you can say, "Hey, let's try and shoot for the playoffs." But right yeah. now, it's just turn right. around. And, let's and let's try and be about that. We need to to our first start is winning in our division. Right, and that's, that's let's true. try and be better you're, you're than gonna, we were this you're year. You're going to go places when you uh, start when you when you can beat the Packers. Absolutely, when you can beat the Lions. Yep. Now, the last few years, and until you can't until you can do that, you're going nowhere. And the Bears have just, and I don't think that Jay Cutler is is part of that scenario. But but we'll see. You know, perhaps. I, I think a lot of the problem is this year the Bears had no defense. Mm-hmm. Cutler's incredibly horrible when he has to do a lot. Mm-hmm. He could be that. I would have been fine if you would have just stopped at incredibly horrible. horrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> they no, could have put a period he, on that right there, and there the you go. kind of the Trent Dilfer kind of guy. If you've got a, a great defense and you don't have to accomplish a whole lot of mm-hmm. an offense, just, yeah, yeah, I I I agree. I, uh, and I just don't. But think... when he starts slinging it around for you, he he just forces all the time. He he throws away too many picks. It's just um, it's absolutely unbelievable. Hey, do you like Rex Ryan with the Bills? He yeah, went to the Bills. Yeah, you got a neat little pizza kind there. Of, I really don't care a whole lot, but I think it's interesting. He, he's always a colorful guy to listen to. Another thing that I was curious about is we're continuing to talk and listening to the Derek and George live show right here on Blog Talk Radio. We're talking uh, the 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 end of the show here, talking as football gets uh, closer and closer to its culminating point of the Cheaters uh, Bowl, uh, Super Bowl. Did I say? I didn't mean that. Pump up the anyway. Um, <laughs> RG3, where's he going? He's going to leave. They're going to get rid of him. He's on the block. They're going to ship him someplace. Where does he go? Where does he fit? Nowhere. Back to Coach Baylor. I don't know what. I mean, where does RG3 go? He, he can't, I don't know. He can't work in Washington. He just can't work. Gruden doesn't like him. He just, he's had no success. You know, 
part of his, you know, he's been hurt a lot, but I, I've, I've never truly been, even though I like those style quarterbacks, mm-hmm. RG3 hasn't wowed me a lot. No. He's done some, some good things, but he's, uh, he strikes me as a New York jet. For some reason, he just strikes me as a jet. I'm not saying he's going to do anything there. I'm just saying he just strikes me as a as a kind of a jet guy coming in from Michael Vick and and oh, what's his name who had so much trouble last year and and I, I don't know. I don't know where else he goes. I mean, you look around the league yeah, and say, well, the Jets need a guy that's trouble. I, mean, I know. Yeah. Who they had, let's see. Sanchez didn't work out, and then it was what? what who's the guy after? Right. That. that uh, right. That's the one that that had trouble yeah. uh, this year. Of course, they brought in Michael Vick, and yeah. they went back and forth with him. I can't remember. Uh, that kind of went to the dog. Yeah. Right there, it just. Thing. It just. Uh, what the heck was his I name? I don't know. Joke. Yeah. You didn't pick up on that. Did you? It, the okay. Michael Vick went okay. to the dogs. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Anyhow, I, I I can't I can't remember Jimbo maybe finding the quarterback for the Jets. Um, Bruno, no, I don't know. I can't remember the name of that guy. It'd, it'd be nice, but uh, sound. Gino, Gino Smith. Gino. Yo yo yo. That's a, Bruno. a New York name, you know. Yo yeah. Gino. Yeah, it was Gino Smith, which didn't work out well. No, anyway, Gino, the Jets Gino have been in trouble for a long time, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the off season goes. Finally, are you a Pro Bowler guy? Do you watch that? Oh, they never, had a new format. Never, never. It's horrible. They had a new format where they, it's no longer an AFC NFC thing. They just pick the yeah. Okay. Pro Bowl's irrelevant. I it don't is. even like the picks. I it's like all stars, all star games. Yeah. yeah, I I could care less. Nine Pro Bowl uh, for, for Denver, big deal. Yeah. Yeah. What did it, what did it? Although I will tell you that my baseball, Major League Baseball, made it relevant by by saying the winner of it is is the home team for the World Series. That's a big deal. Chris can't do that with any but. I, I mean, they made it a little bit more relevant. Made yeah. it to like, hey, be nice to win. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Uh, every Thursday morning, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, the Derek and George live show. Next week, we will be only a few days away from the big Super Bowl. We'll know more and more about what Bill Belichick knows and what he didn't know and, and all of that. So He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know any. I guarantee he knows all about it. He's just not going to say anything. So uh, we want to encourage you, uh, encourage you to listen to us every Thursday morning, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Check us out at DerekandGeorge.com, D-E-R-E-K-A-N-D-G-E-O-R-G-E, Derek and George. Dot com. So for everybody here at the Road Less Traveled, for George, for myself, for Jimbo, who's in the producer's booth doing a fantastic job, we want to remind you, no matter where you're at, whether you're here in snowy Colorado or down watching the Australian Open. Hey, down under Mike. In the midst the of Aussie summer. The Open's going to be happening now. That's exactly right. We want to remind you, sun's out. Hey, the guns are out. <laughs> God bless.